Hey, Matters, I got a question for you. Yes, Wondra? What Them Kids Doing? Hi, I'm Matters. I'm Wondra. And welcome to What Them Kids Doing. We're just two teachers out here trying to unravel the greatest mystery of our time. We'll cover hot new trends, nonsensical vocabulary, and goofy classroom stories from the front lines as we try to figure out what them kids doing. So, Wondra, do you know what them kids is doing? I'm so glad you asked, Matters, because I have prepared for us one thing that I see them kids doing. I would like to share with you the top three Chromebook games my students play when they think I'm not watching. All right, let's go. Okay, so backstory. At our school, we have one-to-one Chromebooks, which means everyone has a Chromebook. And we as teachers get to watch what they're doing on a software called Hapara. So essentially, at any time, I can see what's happening on my students' Chromebook screens. And more often than not, that thing is one of these three games. That's, that's, that's true. You have to love it. So the number one thing that I see is Snake. Ooh, we gotta love Snake. Yeah, you would think that Snake died with the Nokia phone, but no, Snake lives on and it's stronger than ever. Well, honestly, the Nokia phone could never die. That's the thing about those. Like, they have their own anti-stealing uh, software, and it's just you chuck it at the thief. Yes. They're, Full speed. Yes, their defense is just being nigh-indestructible. It's true. And much like the Nokia phone, the Chromebook is now um, indestructible and yet aggressively terrible technology. (laughs) That's true. It is both of those things. It is the spiritual successor of the Nokia phone in many ways. So Snake, if you haven't played, is a game where you're like a little snake and you control it with your arrows and you're trying to collect. And the version I see my kids playing, these cute little fruits, and the more fruits you get, the longer your snake is until you spiral in and you lose by your snake hitting the wall or itself. That's right. The Ouroboros. Essentially. (laughs) Essentially, yes. Snake uh, is less of a snake. It is more of a hydra in that it is many-headed because they have tried to block snakes so many times. (laughs) They can't do it. They can't do it. Each time they cut off one head, three more grow back. That's exactly how it works. The the second game that I see my kids playing is Solitaire. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen a lot of that too. Yeah, it's like you're perpetually at your grandma's house at school because it's the only game. That's available. That's true. It's just a bunch of old ladies playing games, except that those old ladies are 14. A hundred percent. Yeah. One of my favorite things to do when I see my students playing solitaire is on Haparo, we can send like messages to our students. And so whenever I see two kids playing solitaire, a distinctly one player game, I take it upon myself to alert them that someone else in the class is playing solitaire and I'll let them know who wins first. That's amazing. Solitaire Battle Royale. It's great. The, I'm going to add that to esports. Oh, We're doing it. It gets very competitive. I believe it. Usually it's like after a test and they're kind of dinking around waiting for their friends to finish. And um, you can always see that fire in their eyes when they look up and make eye contact across the room. And like the battle music plays. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I, th- that is a great tip. I'm going to be doing that as well. It's excellent. So I notice I have specifically not said where my students are finding these games because I don't want to be a Nintendo snitch about this. Uh, I don't want those games to get blocked because my students love them and I would feel bad if it was my fault they got blocked. But the last one I want to mention, I have to say where it's from. This is a game that is hosted by Math Playground. It's called Duck Life 4. (laughs) Okay. Are you familiar? I am familiar with Duck Life 4. I've, I've seen it pop up. Yeah. So... This is number three, not because it has the most students playing it. I think I've only actually seen one student playing this game. 
I see you nodding. Yes. Yes. I, I have that. I think I have that same student. Yep. It's this one game literally all day. All day long. In sheer like volume of hours <coughs> played, I think that this is the most popular game probably on our Wi-Fi. It has to be. So Duck Life 4, as I said, is hosted by Mass, Cla- Mass Playground. But this is not an exaggeration. It contains literally zero math. <laughs> the entire point of this game is that you buy and train ducks to compete in races. But, like, the wild thing is that you have no control over the duck in these races. You just try to train it up enough that you're like, oh, fly away. And, like, you push the duck out of the nest and there it goes. But the training uh, games, they don't even have math, right? Oh, no. Absolutely. No. There's, there's no math whatsoever. Literally zero math. I, I guess I, there is some math in that uh, training plus uh, zero training plus some training equals better duck. Yes, it has math in that there are sometimes numbers on the screen. <laughs> That's fair. But then again, like, so does the Taco Bell menu. So, tr- you know, I told my algebra teachers in high school, I'm like, look, I'm studying for algebra. They're like, you are literally, literally on the Taco Bell app. I'm like, my man. I gotta get myself a number eight, you know? Exactly. Like, what am I gonna do? How much am I saving if I upgrade to the combo versus buying these things individually? Math is everywhere, man. And in that action, you are doing more math than you would be doing in Duck Life 4. That's exactly right. (laughs) My goodness. What about you, Metters? Are there any other games that you see your kids playing you think are worth a shout out? I I haven't seen anything all that interesting. I do have to shout out uh, uh, Google because if there's ever, like, an interesting day, they put out uh, a new game that's, like, part of their doodle. There's some ghost game today because it is Halloween. Ooh. Uh, And so uh, I've had some kids playing ghost games, which is cool. Okay. Is the ghost game that they're playing Magic Cat Academy? I don't think it's Magic Cat Academy because okay. that's an old uh, Google Doodle game, right? Yeah, it is. Uh, it's seasonal. It comes out in the fall. Magic Cat Academy. You're an adorable little cat who fights adorable ghosts. And it's hardcore gamer mode because it's definitely meant to be played on a touchscreen. And if you try to play it on a Chromebook, you will get tilted. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I um I have seen uh, throughout time, we've had some different games kind of come up and, and go away. I got really into a game called uh, Shell Shockers, which uh, it's a FPS and it's in the actual browser. So you can play this shooter game in the uh, browser and you're, you would probably hear that and say, oh no, but um, all the characters are eggs. <laughs> you're just like an egg going around and you just, you have a gun, but all the guns are like named egg puns. You know? Okay. Um, like, instead of a shotgun, it's called, like, the scrambler. It's like Amazing. that kind of thing. Um, and so it was like, ah, oh, well, it's not very violent. I, it was something that we used to play, uh, mm. like, after school and after school care because yeah. we are just kind of waiting around. Um, that Bad Eggs, which is kind of like a, a version of Worms. Okay. If you ever played that? Um, that was uh, I was big for a while. Uh, one of the first Chromebook games I remember really hitting it was Agario. I have never heard of Agario. Oh, Agario is huge. It, you basically you play as a circle and you uh, envelop. A strong shape. Yeah, it's a good shape. It's I mean, a great hey, shape. look, I'm not out here slandering circles. We are not doing that on this podcast. This is a pro circles podcast. That's bold of us to say. I feel confident in it, though. I feel good about it. Yeah, me too. I think. I, how could we possibly be uh, let down by the circle? We can't. It okay. not happen. Agrario. Tell anyway, me more. Agrario. Uh, you play as a circle, and basically what you're trying to do is you're uh, enveloping smaller circles to make your circle larger. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's supposed to be like cells. I think oh. that's what the term comes from. Uh, yes. Agar. Learning. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know anything about that? Because I am not a science guy. Uh, yeah. Agar. 
Um, A-G-A-R? Yeah. Yeah, agar. It's uh, essentially it's a little gel that we use it in my biology classroom uh, when we want to like grow bacterial cultures. You grow them on a nutrient agar. Yeah. So there you go. Agar EO. And mm. uh, IO is uh, is the like extension on, oh, uh, okay. on the internet. And so a lot of these games now have that extension in their name. So it'll be like mm. shellshockers.io. Gotcha. You know. um, and it, it literally comes from Agaria, though. Wow. Okay. There you go. We learned something today. We did learn something. Was it about math? Absolutely not. <laughs> if you're playing Duck, Duck Life 4. That's exactly it. Metters, thank you for talking about games with me. Of course. So, Metters, what do you know about what them kids is doing? Well, I've been hearing one question in my classroom. I've been hearing that question every single day. And that question is, <clears throat> Mr. Metters, are you bussing or hitting the gritty? I am so glad you were discussing this because my students also ask me this every day, and I have no idea how to respond. I don't either. And the weird thing is that I am not quite in the coffin yet. I am not too old to know what's going on with those words. I know what they mean, right? But knowing what they mean does not get me closer to understanding the question because the question doesn't make sense. Bussin' right, generally means, like, uh, good in response to, like, a food, right? If a food is really good, then it is bussin'. If it's really very good, mm-hmm. it's bussin' bussin'. Okay. Right? We love those things. And weirdly, we don't have a lot of bussin' at our school otherwise, so it's just things that are bussin'. That's very true. Uh, so now, bussin' is, like, delicious? Yes. Okay, so, like, this latte is bussin'? Oh, yeah. But it can my outfit be bussin', or is it just for food. No, I think it started with just for food, but okay. it, I think it has moved on. Uh, it is uh, is delicious in that you could say that about someone's outfit, I guess, okay. if you're being a real creep. Yeah. Like, man, that, that outfit is delicious. You're like, you call me a snack? Because that's weird. <laughs> yeah, this is weird. <laughs> okay. I don't understand the so energy mo- we created in that case. Mostly for food. It's mostly okay. for food, but it's uh, it can be just like, oh, this is good. Okay. Like, but uh, mostly that's the context is that it's about food. And then the gritty... Right, if you're hitting the gritty, uh-huh. the gritty is a dance move, right? Okay. Um, and uh, you jog and you move your hands back and forth uh, from your front to back, and you put like this, like little okay sign. And I'm I'm doing this. This is an audio medium, but I, I am doing yes. this. Yes, that's for ridiculous. you, podcast audience. <laughs> Me pointing to a blank wall. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you put your okay sign over your eyes, and then you uh, you just kind of put them up and down, and you just kind of okay. either jog. Sort of, or you, there's like jumping to it. It's not a very complicated dance move. Anybody could pull this one out. Um, so you could be hitting the gritty at any point. But my point is, when a child asks this to me, yes. I am almost without fail sitting at my desk. Mm-hmm. So they come into my room and they ask me the equivalent, Mr. Matters, are you delicious or are you dancing right now? I tell them. I am clearly doing neither of those things. I am not delicious. I'm, I'm just trying to live. <laughs> and I'm also not dancing. I'm not even doing choreography. What are you talking about, sir? Uh, and honestly, if that was it, and it was just one confusing question I was asked today, that would be fine. Yeah. But that's really not what it is. Because at this point, it's become its own thing. And like the cells in Agario, they are morphing into something larger, something... Maybe more sinister, but certainly more confusing. This question keeps morphing into different things, uh, and there's a different uh, remix of this phrase 
given every day. I don't know if you've heard some of these. I have heard quite a few, and all of them I find to be equally confusing. Yeah, all of them are nothing. That's the wild thing about them. This this seems like this is the question that just inherently is meaningless. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's meaningless in the first place. I, I mean, I have gotten Google Forms that the kids have put together that were just one question on a Google Form, <laughs> and it was, are you busting or hitting the gritty? And okay. I was like, I don't know what to do with this, even when it's in digital form. This doesn't make it more... No. Understandable. I mean, that is some that is some Dr. Seuss-level <laughs> nonsense right there. Oh, 100%. Um, so here are some remixes that okay. I've gotten. Hit me. Okay. I've got, are you hitting the bussin' or bussin' the gritty? Which, hey, it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a nice little mix-em-up. The classic switcheroo. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got, it starts to get really wild here. Um, are you pro- popping a grid did or a busty crusty? Oh. Don't like that one. Don't like that one either. Nope. Um, and uh, that's uh, Grid Did has come back, by the way. I, I have heard Grid Did a lot. I will be honest. Can I say something? I kind of like, are you popping a Grid Did? I kind of like that. <laughs> I like it too. I like I, that. But I think crusty, it's... Bust, is it Busty Crusty? Yeah. Don't love that no, one. No, it's, it's the worst. Nope. Uh, and uh, actually, I got a, a version of this today. Yes. Um, so, are you popping a Grid Did? It has also been, are you popping a Grid Did or... A berry wary. Oh. I got that a couple of days ago. Sometimes I feel berry weary. <laughs> oh. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Um, today I got, uh, are you popping a grid did or a gamey whammy? <laughs> <laughs> it's really just Dr. Seuss at this point, I think. I'm 100%. I feel like, um, you know, as a, as a pro gamer, as a certified fake gamer girl, I could be, I could be popping a gamey whammy. Yeah. In most, in most instances of my life. I, I actually moved on from this even. Okay. And I got one that was just a question about uh, my supposed violence towards my students, which okay. I thought was wild. Uh, it was, uh, are you hitting the Jonathan or are you hitting the JT? I was like. Okay. <laughs> once again, clearly no. You could say, well, I value my job, so probably, probably neither. Now, I, I go ahead and uh, don't hit kids. This is an anti-hitting kids podcast. That's bold. It's bold if you come out that way, but I, I respect it. I feel, kind of, feel good about that. Exactly. Yeah. You don't hit kids. You don't hit kids. You mess with their heads. <laughs> That's the game. That's the game. <clears throat> this is a game of emotional violence. Exactly. You get it. You I, get it. I do. All right. My last one was, are you hitting the bald in or are you hitting the greasy grissy? Oh... I like if I could choose a remix, I would ask, "Are you popping a grid did or hitting the greasy grissy?" I, I think that's the winner. I think that is the winner. I, I agree. Think that is the winner. I'm gonna start asking that back. Yeah. Are okay. you hitting the grid did or <laughs> hitting the greasy grissy? So, the thing that I am most excited about this explanation is that whenever a student asked me if I was busting, busting, or hitting the gritty. I did not know the Gritty was a dance move. I thought we were referencing that meme mascot, Gritty. That's what I thought. Like, we were hitting the Gritty. That's what I thought it meant. Like, are you attacking this giant mascot costume? Which, for context, if you've not uh, been familiar with the Philadelphia Flyers mascot, Gritty, he is, um, I mean, he's effervescent, for one. He's unbelievable. He He is... I mean, he's ascendant. He is. He he is pretty, pretty transcendent, 100%. It really is. And it's uh, just a terrible monster. Yes. Like, he has, like, eldritch beast energy oh, in for a major sure. way. It's very, like, it's like Cthulhu 
Godzilla gritty. Like, it's it's in there. Yes. And, like, you look in Gritty's eyes and you just see, like, dolly melting clocks and, like, jack-in-the-boxes. Like, he's seen some things. Those eyes, man. I see them sometimes in the night. He is madness incarnate, but madness that likes hockey. It's wild. I feel like to like hockey, you gotta be a little mad, though. That's kind of true. Kinda Let's true. be real. Okay, but it's not that gritty. It's, it's not the that gritty. And gritty. I have asked that question, too. I'm like, I'm not hitting that guy for no. nothing. Absolutely not. Hey, because I don't want Gritty to come back after me. No, He's an eldritch monster. No, I don't want to lose limbs. I also am not trying to make the people of, uh, the fine people of Philadelphia mad at me. Because if there was one thing scarier than Gritty, it would be the people of Philadelphia. That's real, man. They, they did not messing around. They threw batteries at Santa Claus. That's, that's a real thing. I'm not just making that up. That's a thing that has actually happened. That's wild. It's, uh. It's pretty wild stuff. So maybe that's the next question instead of uh, me asking you, you know, <clears throat> uh, what the kids are doing. I-, I could just ask you, hey, you popping a grid date or hitting the greasy grissy? <laughs> We're going to have to come up with a dance move called the greasy grissy. Oh, yes. Can and- we do it at our school? Probably not. <laughs> I don't okay, know. One last question, though, Kay. because I still don't know. When a student asks me that question, what's the answer? I mean, that has been that's been the thing that I've been worried about as well. And like I is, think is one better than the other? Is it better to be bussin' bussin'? Is it better to be hitting the gritty? It's hard to say. It's just one of those things where one of the weapons that we have as teachers is just to uh, take the words mm. and the ideas of the students and uh, judo like turn them against the students. Yes, I think in a way um, you can do this. And if you start using the word bussin', mm. um, it is one of those things that will fade from prominence at the speed of sound. I like it because as soon as I start saying it, it's no longer cool. Absolutely. Mm. If I, let's say that I were to hit uh, and gritty. And gritty. And gritty. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that would be the end of it being cool. That would be it. Okay. I like it. So I think either way, uh, you win by taking that word and running with it. Well, that's what them kids be doing. But one last question. Are you a kid? What do you be doing? Or maybe you work with kids. What do they be doing? We want to hear about it on this podcast. Follow us on Instagram at WTKD Podcast and take the Google form posted on our link tree. And if you're cool enough to be on our podcast, you know what those words mean. Tell us a story you want to share, a trend you want to unpack, or an insight into your weird kid brain that you want to impart. Or don't. I'm not your mom. Thanks, everyone, for learning more about them kids with us. And as I say in my classroom, take it easy, punch waterfalls, do cool things. And as I say in my classroom, get out! I'm sorry, that was rude. Please get out.